Welcome to the podcast of Fellowship Church in Dallas, Pennsylvania. To find out more about Fellowship Church, visit fellowshipefc.org. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. Welcome to Where Stands Are Written, a Fellowship Church podcast, where we're taking a journey through the EFCA Statement of Faith. I am your host, Jake Brown, joined by my co-host, Chris Mutt. What's up? How we doing? Good. How about you? Doing well, doing well. Excited because we finally, after years, have gone through the first article of the EFCA Statement of Faith, the, the article of God. Now, we're moving on to the second article. Yeah, now we can spend the next half decade talking about the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully... It won't. Uh, it won't be that that long. <laughs> Probably. Hopefully, not. we're. It, I mean, we do have a little bit of an excuse with COVID, right? I mean, I, I feel like COVID gives everybody like a mulligan. Yeah. Things. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe it did at one point. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not anymore. <laughs> not sure how how much longer we can use that excuse. Nah. Nah, just COVID. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, right. now our excuse is eternally kids. Yeah, just kids. Because we both have a lot of kids, basically, so yeah. we could just be like, yeah, my kids. You yeah, know. kids. You know how it is. Yeah, just can't it do just... it. Sorry, kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's read the article together, and then we'll start breaking this down. Article 2, the Bible. We believe that God has spoken in the scriptures, both Old and New Testaments, through the words of human authors. As the verbally inspired word of God, the Bible is without error in the original writings, the complete revelation of his will for salvation, and the ultimate authority by which every realm of human knowledge and endeavor should be judged. Therefore, it is to be believed in all that it teaches, obeyed in all that it requires, and trusted in all that it promises. Amen and amen. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been great. <laughs> no, it's yeah. It always says it way more succinctly than we could ever put yeah. it. Yeah, but there's a lot there. So let's break this down. Um, you know, phrase by phrase, um, and we'll just hit on kind of the, the first few little um, pieces. I think the first thing we really need to focus on is that, like, this is God's. Word. Mm-hmm. The Bible is God's word. Right. So like what does that mean from your perspective, Chris? <clears throat> well, just what <laughs> it's a very plain statement, but very full of truth. It's God's word. It's God, you know, used language to communicate to us, and that is what we have in its written form, and that, you know, is really important that we that we have that and it's something that should be adored and uh respected and learned from and and you know uh 
uh, read, written, preached, um, all of which, you know, it is, you know, in our, especially in our church and a lot of churches, but, you know, it's just something that we just can't, we can't forget <laughs> like how important it is that it has been preserved for us yeah. throughout history. Right. And, uh, and there's been a lot of blood and sweat and lives, frankly, sacrificed yeah. to bring us the yeah. word as we have it, you know? And, uh, <clears throat> so that's important. That's important to remember. Yep. Um, how many Bibles do you think the average Christian home has lying around? Probably like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it yeah. depends. You got some families that probably have like the KJV sitting on top of the VCR that's yeah. still on top of the, uh, the big TV that has right. like three inches of dust on it. Right. You know, you got those families and then, you know, you got somebody like us who have like a glut of, you know, Bibles. Yeah, a lot of Bibles. Right? A lot of different yeah. Bibles, a lot of different translations. Most families probably have at least one Bible per person. I would say, yeah. I Maybe mean, it, it's, it's so prevalent. I mean, it's what? It's the best selling book in history. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would imagine every American home probably has a Bible. You know, in some yeah, way, shape, non, or form, whether yeah. it's a full Bible or whether it's a, you know, a Psalms and Proverbs in the New Testament little yeah. booklet, like right. you know, I, th- I think everybody's got it. Or in some, somebody's grandma's Bible, somebody's right. grandma's Bible, or a Gideon Bible that yep. you know somebody took from a hotel room. Yeah, that's a good point. Like even non Christians or people who aren't faithfully going to church, there's probably a Bible somewhere in their house. Sure, yeah, that they don't even realize. <clears throat> um, but it go, going back, like bringing that to, to what we're talking about, like it is God's word, mm-hmm. right? And so we just flippantly go about our day with the Bible, um, but it is God's word. It is from God. Mm-hmm. It is God's revelation to us. Mm-hmm. And like there's just, it's hard for us to grasp that, but that's something we have to remind ourselves of like that this is from god it is from god um and when things come from god we should take care of them we should treasure them we should um be uh reading it we should be in we should be really honoring god through the reading of his word yeah really i mean when you really push it to its uh end point we should know it by heart i mean yeah a lot of us know you know maybe some movie scenes by heart or Mm -hmm. some movie lines or some songs by heart whatever but like do we know our bibles by heart yeah we all we all know like john 316 and yeah you know all the all the the those verses that you know a lot of people know as kids um right but you know do we I, i think we should know it and i and i'm I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a person who like, you know, has a lot of scripture stored in my memory. I wish I was, Yeah. but I definitely don't read my Bible enough. I know that. Yeah. Um, so we're not claiming to be authorities here who are 24 seven reading the Bible, but right. um, just trying to point out that, yes, it, it is that it important. Should, it is that, that we, important, right? We should know that because, you know, there's examples of like martyrs in the past or people that were imprisoned today. Yeah. Or, or yeah, uh, modern day too, where, um, that's the way they keep their hope. They had yeah. it hidden in their heart, which means they memorized it 
and they were able to, even if it was just one verse, you yeah. know, able to cite that verse over and over to themselves. Right. And that's what kept them hopeful, no yeah. matter what their uh, end point was, whether it was a long amount of jail time or whatever, imprisonment, or whether it was death. You know, there's so many examples of that yeah. in history. So, have you ever seen like those videos of people like in China and like these closed countries, like when they get a copy, mm. when they get a copy of God's word, like they're in tears. Yeah, it's like, a huge they're deal. Just, like they're on their knees, weeping, thankful to have God's word, and like just the possession of that, oh, yeah, can cost them everything. And here we are in America. We could download. You know, the ESV right. app on our phone on for it. free. Yep. Um, Worries. You know, and... <laughs> like, and isn't that funny? Actually, you can't do that in... Um, you can't do that in China. That's crazy. Like, which is something to say about... That's another thing, but like... <laughs> the developers, right? And the owners of like the app store, like, allowing that. Mm-hmm. Like, to not... Like, they have to allow that type of government to do that. It's, it's kind of crazy to think about. Anyway, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. A- but um, so it's God's word. So what does that mean? How did we get it? There's a lot of questions, right? Like, and I, our our hope is that through this time, we can answer some some of these questions or attempt to answer some of these questions, talking about how we got our Bible, um, what's contained in the Bible, um, you know how many books are in the Bible and that whole debate. Um, but we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to get too deep, but we also don't want it to be shallow uh, where um, people don't have a good grasp of these things. Mm-hmm. But you, you make a really great point, Chris, about the, the martyrs who died just holding a scrap of scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but the men and women who died to make sure that we have this, mm-hmm. to make sure that future generations would have access to God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that isn't that isn't just that you know humans worked all that. God said directly that you know He would preserve His word. Exactly. Yeah. So, it, and we see that throughout history, God is doing that. Like, you think about John Wycliffe. And and William Tyndale, like um, these men, they. It's funny. I hear a lot, like, "Oh, the Bible was just created to control people." Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> so like, I've lost count of how many times I've heard people say that. Um, I, I tend to get pretty angry whenever somebody says it. Yeah, because it's not it's not accurate. Because when people get the Bible in their own language they see how free they are. And so governments and rulers, if it was to control people, they would want people to have access to it. But the Bible says a lot about rulers. The Bible says a lot about authority, that all authority comes from God, and that God is the supreme ruler, and that rulers should rule as God tells them to. Um, and so, yeah, so, so you wouldn't think, you know, a dictatorship like North Korea or China, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, <laughs> it right. kind of falls, that they statement falls kind of flat. Suppress, why do they try to suppress it? Right. And so. Interesting point. Yeah. So, but men and women have died to give 
people access to the Bible. <clears throat> and so we want to try and help continue that legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because whether or not we realize it, eventually, you know, the time's coming when um, having access to God's truth, uh, it's going to become more and more scarce. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we need to, we need to continue to push forward and to continue to um, um, help the future generations uh, to, to, to have God's word. Um, so anyway, let's so God's word. How do we get it? Um, and I think we just need to get back to the very, very basic point of that God has revealed Himself to us, right? Revelation. The Bible is God's revelation, um, and Hebrews one tells us that in many ways, in the past. Um, and in and in many times, God has made Himself known. Um, but in these last days, He has made Himself known through His Son, Jesus Christ. And we know that Jesus is the Word. Um, and so, in Christ, God has fully revealed Himself in the person of Christ and the work of Christ. And he has given his word to his people um written through throughout the Bible. Um so let's let's talk about that revelation. Um what what do we mean by revelation, Chris, and um are there different kinds of revelations that God gives? Yeah, so um you know, to get a little bit more theological there's a differentiation between revelations. There's two different terms. There's <clears throat> general revelation, and then there's special revelation. Uh, God's general revelation is his revelation of himself principally through nature and also through history, through the ministry of his providence to his people, and through his works of creation. And, uh, you know, I didn't make that last sentence up. That was R.C. Sproul. Um, and then if you look at Romans, just to back that up, if you look at Romans, uh, sorry, I should have had this ready here. Romans 1, 19 and 20. Uh, let me find it here. Romans 1, 19 and 20. Uh, it says, because what can be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen because they are understood through what has been made. So people are without excuse. So that's saying that, you know, God reveals himself um, through his creation. You know, you can look around at, um, you know, things like the Grand Canyon or things of that nature, that natural beauty. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, the modern modern day take on it is that, you know, it came about from an explosion. But, you know, that definitely... Right. It's yeah. not what occurred. It was, you know, a divine creator that created all of it. Even if it was an explosion, who created the explosion? Who created the explosion, right? right. Yeah, it didn't it just come out. A cause. It didn't. Yeah, right. Everything has to have a cause. So, except for God, he he's uncaused. He yeah, cause. he's yeah. <laughs> be with without beginning and without end. Um, but yeah, so then that's that's kind of general revelation. I don't know if you want to uh, 
expound on that any further or if you just yeah no i think yeah that's and that 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 general revelation it's sufficient to show us there's a god and but that that god that god exists the god of the bible exists not just a god like we're not deists good point right like I think that we sometimes can get mixed in that. Say, like, oh, creation shows that there is like this. There is some intelligent, some designer. intelligent light. Yeah, I would say no. The Bible is saying that creation points to the one true triune God of the Bible. Um, sin gets thrown in the mix, and that's what distorts everything. Um, but creation, undistorted <laughs> by sin, it points to the creator God and that we are accountable to him but it can't save us it is sufficient only to condemn so in order for there to be salvation from our sins in order for there to be reconciliation with God there must be special revelation Um, and general revelation is to all people like everybody has it, right? They they can observe the cosmos. Um, they have a conscience on that they that God has written the works of the law on their heart, so that they can know what's right and wrong. Um, and everybody knows that everyone everyone has this revelation, but special revelation is something that God gives to His people. Can't. Yeah, yeah. if I can just interject quickly here and then let you continue. I have another quote from R.C. Sproul <clears throat> about the, uh, the difference kind of between general and special revelation. It says, general revelation, whether immediate or immediate, is directed to all men. It is, however, not, not sufficient to give that knowledge of God and of his will, which is necessary unto salvation. Uh, general revelation does not reveal Jesus Christ or his work of redemption for sinners. Thus, there is a need for what is called special revelation, like Jake just said. Special revelation is the revelation of the way of salvation. Yes. Yes. And that is what's contained in the Bible. Salvation uh, through Christ alone. From Genesis to Revelation, the book of Revelation, it is a story that is unfolding throughout history of God's salvation for his people. And it's contained in the Bible. That story is contained in the Bible, and that story is exclusively in the Bible. God's special revelation is exclusive to what the Bible says. Now, before we had the Bible, God spoke in other ways, right? He speaks in visions. He speaks in dreams. He used prophets. Um, and I'm actually kind of getting ahead of myself here. <coughs> but I wanted to emphasize that there's no other book today. There's no other book for us that has God's special revelation. God has spoken to us only in the 66 books right, the- of the Bible. The canon's closed. There's there's no more testaments, right, to Latter-day Saints. There's no other translations that are the right ones. The Bible is it. 
there's no other one. Um, and so just wanted to get that clear. Um, and, and something the Bible, the one thing the Bible really focuses on, and it starts right at the beginning, is that God is a speaking God. God in Genesis 1, 3, right, says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Um, Psalm 19, 1 and 2 talks about um, the heavens declare the glory of God. And you mentioned Romans chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. And so we see that God speaks out his creation. He speaks things into existence, things, uh, everything out of nothing. So he speaks and it happens. He's a speaking God. Um, but then he speaks specifically to Adam. He gives Adam a command um, that is in addition to what he's already said, that he gives to everybody. This command was, do not eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right? For on, on the day that you shall eat it, you shall surely die. Right? So he gives this command to Adam. Um, and then the judgment comes and he gives, he speaks that judgment, the cutting off of um, an exile from the garden. Um, and because, because of that, because Adam sinned and was cut off from access to the Father, we're all in Adam and we're all cut off. And so God's people needed somebody to go between and be God's spoke person to them. And those were the prophets. We have Elijah and Samuel um, and Elisha, um, Nathan some and Moses. Some of these prophets were, were ones that we hear about in the histories. But then we have the written prophets like Isaiah, Jeremiah, uh, Daniel. Um, and they would speak both God's uh, word of judgment for disobedience, but also God's blessing and, um, and messages of grace that if you turn from your sins, you will have forgiveness and be restored. But now we have the Logos of God, the word of God, which is... Christ, he's the fullness of the revelation of who God is because he is God. He says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he, his apostles, bore witness to what he did and what he said, and they wrote it down. And so we have the apostolic witness of the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And because we have those writings today, we have the sufficient Word of God for the salvation that's contained in the Word of God. Mm -hmm. We don't need anything else. We need nothing else. Right? Sola Scriptura. Scripture alone. That's it. We don't need something else to tell us what God wants from us and what God's salvation mm -hmm. is. Yeah, there's no companion books. The Bible is yeah, it. That's good. You know, I mean, we, we love our, obviously love our other Christian books and works, but yeah, the 
I, I wish I could remember the, um, what is it from the Westminster, like the Bible sufficient and, you know, to show you like all, all the ways to, I, I don't remember exactly how it goes. I wish I could, I could look it up. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of, uh, there's a certain sentence, but yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a little I'm too tired brain right lag now. right now. Yeah. No, so. But so that's that's God's word. The Bible is God's word. It's his special revelation to us that reveals who he is and what he wants from us and his salvation in Christ. And that's I think that's what we're going to go from. That's enough for now. Right? Yeah, we'll I'd, go I'd say on that more from there. So it's God's word. You got to get in it. You know, a lot of people, they say, I don't, I don't know where to start. Well, Genesis is a good place to start. Uh, John is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, just start somewhere. Just pick up a Bible, get a reading plan, and just start reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need help, get a study Bible. Um, study Bible, they, it has notes in it that help explain things that are hard to understand. Um and yeah, just just getting the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's God's word. It's from God. It's living. It's active. Um, it's what God wants for you. It's His will for your life. Mm-hmm. Well said, man. Well said. All right. Well, you have anything else you want to add? To no, that I'm or? done. That's closed canon for you right. <laughs> for now. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Again, this uh, was where stands it written. Fellowship Church Podcast. I am Chris Mott. And Jake. And we 